listening to the Human Squad. <laughs> Ho. Ha. Ja. What a mercy. Sent to me, yeah. What's up, humans? This is Jebediah coming at you live, episode 14. Right to my right, we got the low spark, cereal, and our special guest, Jesus of the Orient. <laughs> Jesus. I want to personally thank Jesus for making it through tonight. Good friend of ours. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Clever guy. Why don't we talk about what's playing right now? BT. Jeb. Jebediah. Since since you picked it, why don't you go ahead? I mean, I'm I'm really feeling it. I gotta say, it's actually something I picked up off of uh, mainstream radio. It's a band called Slightly Stupid. Know nothing about them. The song's called 2 A.M. and it fucking knocks. I usually we listen to reggae. It's like old school reggae, fucking Bob Marley shit, classic shit. It's so hard to hear or find new good reggae, and this is new good reggae. It definitely falls under the category, I think. Yeah, I played it for the first time. I was, it randomly came on the radio. We were out to go eat pizza earlier. And uh, uh, Cereal over here was like, it already caught his ear. He was whistling the tune seconds later, so it's a good try. Pretty much a master whistler. Yeah. Why don't you give us a sample there? Negative. Give me a little sample there. I want to hear it. You can't do it justice on the mic because it's going to be blowing air into the mic. It's going to sound like... <laughs> just just, you guys just your lips together. take a step back. I feel really tropical right now between the Coronas and the reggae music. I feel like there's a beach outside. There's a beach outside. There is a nice foggy, I mean, we foggy do got, beach. We do got Coronas in our hand. Find your paradise. <laughs> <laughs> We're speaking of brands and shit. Um, if you're listening to this and you're enjoying the show, we're bringing this to you free of charge. But please do check out thehumansquad.com and sh- do your shopping on Amazon. Do the link on the right and we get a little kickback from that. We keep on producing the show. Yeah. Make large per- purchases. Yeah, yes. The larger the better. Very large. Also, speaking about not just saving money but getting back at the man. There's a good way I found out that you could pay your cable bill to piss off the cable company. <laughs> you write out. I thought they like it when you pay your cable bill. No, no, they like it, but they don't like it when them having to process the payment costs more than your bill. So if you use a couple of paychecks and sign out a few cents for every paycheck, and you send it to them as a full payment, so like two, three pennies, four pennies for every paycheck, and you mail it to them as your payment, they have to process that check, and each check to be processed costs about 36, 37 cents. And in return, <laughs> they raise my fucking cable rate every month because of the paperwork involved with your motherfucking pay. Bills. It's just Bill a good, way, just well, a good way to get back at the cable company. You know who you should do that to is the fucking uh, cell phone companies. Yeah, Nickel yeah. and Diamond. I think you should the pay them. Data no, that's how, I, that's how I've been doing my car payments on my... <laughs> I'm just getting so mad at my car payments. Don't lie, dude. You know it's not out of uh, frustration. It's out of necessity. No, I pay I pay a dollar every few minutes until I reach the, the amount of the payment. So, like, in a couple hours, I'd pay my whole car payment. 
but a dollar a time. So they have to process that, and that costs them money. <laughs> I think you should also do it in person. I've been doing that lately just to troll the fucking, the, my, my fucking bank. It's hilarious. Well, if you do it in person, then they gotta pay someone to actually That'd be, funny, yeah. be there to like accept the, your check. The guy that paid uh, his mortgage on his farm with pennies. And he, it was like, like what he, he owed like back like fourteen thousand dollars. He like they, but he didn't really agree with the charge. They were charging for something stupid on his mortgage, and he went okay. He went to the bank and he took a whole truckload full of water jugs of pennies, and they didn't want, they didn't want to process it. He's yeah, like, well, this is legal it. tender. Yeah. And he, they're like, well, we just can't process that here. He's like, well, you know, this is the payment. You have to take it. So eventually, they had to they had to detour him to another bank where they could process all that change. <laughs> ended up having to fucking process like I, I would take it like hundreds of thousands of pennies dude yeah I've heard lots of stories about banks uh, not taking coins and yeah. even though it's totally they have legal, to. It's legal tender well they have to technically but I think they don't have to I think yeah, they I, tell you no there's nothing you can do about it yeah I think with mom and pop shops <laughs> that was the worst that was the worst sip of I've ever seen anybody take it just exploded in your mouth what the hell it just, just exploded happened? in your mouth and I think that felt too familiar what? I, what? I don't know. There's something some behind that, but I almost coughed while I was sipping, and I had to like take it away and then jerk back. You, like out. spit it back into the bottle. <laughs> no, speaking about currency, uh, my boy Wizkiz, he told me that um, nickels now, like the price of nickel, the actual nickel, nickel, please, <laughs> it went up. So what? now oh, it, five cents, the the amount of nickel that goes into a nickel is worth more than the nickel. So well, if you collect nickels, you actually have more money than... If you collect <laughs> nickels, then you're living on the fucking corner of nine. <laughs> no, he was telling me, he was like, so dude, because I always trade in my nickels at work because they always want change for my piggy banks. I'm like, yeah, change it in. So I bring it in, he's like, dude, hold on to your nickels, man. That thing's worth more than a nickel. <laughs> well, you know, I think a penny a penny costs 1.7 cents to make or something like that. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. Canada, yeah, so Canada, so Canada maintains it. Because like, you got to keep into account what it costs to ship a fucking buttload of pennies. It's like 500 pounds for $30 yeah. worth of pennies. Well, Canada but did I, away with I, the penny I, I, all, all together. Really? Yeah. Well, fuck Canada, they're stupid. <laughs> That's what we need to do, though. No, really. but I asked them, I asked them straight questions. I looked at them straight in the face, I was like... Okay, I'm collecting all these nickels. Who's gonna smelt my nickels to make them worth anything? He's like, that's not the point. The point is, your nickel is worth more than a nickel. Dude, the well, whole... that's the reason why quarters are serrated, is because people were actually carving out the corners of the quarters and just taking off the metal pieces before, and that's really? why it's serrated now. Mm-hmm. Fucking dropping knowledge what? on his first day. Why am Jesus well, of the okay. Orient? If you Jesus look at the quarter, you see the those little lines along the sides where they're not smooth like a nickel. You know, yeah. they're not smooth like a nickel. Well, yeah. The reason why was that people, when it was made with more precious metal, would actually shave the ends and out of it, so they would take a little piece of metal each time from each coin. What would they melt that down to be? Oh, just nickel, nickel plate shit. Yeah. Well, that's back back when you know coins were made out of silver. Yeah. Uh, qu- yeah. Quarters used to silver. be silver. <clears throat> Nickels were nickel. Now it's like a very small amount of nickel, I think. But yeah, uh, what time I dimes were the Mercury last one. had dime. You ever see one of those? Yes. Has the the goddess Mercury on there? Yes. It's a beautiful dime. I lost. I, I told this story already before. I never heard. Where this. I lost that dime, and like a month later, I got the same exact dime back because I rem- memorized the way it looked. I accidentally spent it, and I got that dime back. But I guess I spent it at work, and then I gave must have given it to a customer, and then a month later, I got it back. Hmm. 
That's yeah, look, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that you, that you still have to be in my life. No, I ended up spending it again by accident. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that the San Francisco Mint is going to open back up or something. It or is open. Gonna make, uh, it is open. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. never closed. It's, it's just not that mint. They scratch that. Up. I think the only mint. I think at the mint in San Francisco, they only mint special edition coins. No, like no. a lot of the shit that they see on TV, yeah. those usually get minted in the SF mint. I think that makes sense. Not a, that's exactly what. Not the one on the Castro Street because that's the big mint. They, don't they they create currencies it's not on Castro right? Street it's on Church no, Street no no they Same still do thing. paper money though I think yeah. what, what he's talking about the oh, coins, coins though yeah they, they mint, mint like special collector's edition coins there I think we yeah. should break in to find out and make a live episode on that one dude you do they have their own they have mint police San Francisco mint police that roll around there that's right and that they, be. when you, before you go in if you try to go in on a car they check underneath the car for bombs and stuff it's mm-hmm. legit like it's straight up crazy dude they have their own like it's a fort, basically. Well, it's, it's like a modern-day fort. Kong's mom worked there. She's a coin washer. I'm not The fact that she, the being Asian, itself. and she washes coins just make it seem like it's a sweatshop of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> does she have to be naked when she's she like it? down there doing the one in the time? Sitting in I'm washing coins. Well, we got to make sure you're not stealing any coins, obviously. You don't have to be naked. Let me show me them titties. Lift them titties. You got coins in them titties. Lift them titties. It sounds like New Jack City, but for for the mint. <laughs> yeah, all the coins are falling watch, on the ground. Bitch. All the coins are falling on the ground. She's shaking. <laughs> How the hell were you hiding those? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's funny talking about money and currency because a big thing that people are talking about is currency. It's it revolves around confidence. So you have to be confident that this currency is worth what it represents. Are you guys watching Falling Skies? Uh, what is that? The movie? Uh, Falling Skies is a series, and it's directed by Steven Spielberg. Is it good? It stars uh, Noah, dude from ER. Does this have to do? Does it have to do with currency? Um, well, <laughs> he finds a buttload of money, and oh, he, he basically burns it because it's not worth anything anymore. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. that's cr- it's crazy because I mean, like in in a crisis, is it called Euro? Money's gonna be worthless. The, the Amero. Is that thing Remember that? Yeah, that's not gonna fly, dude. That's not gonna Nobody fly. Nobody wants to. Nobody wants to share money with dirty Canada and dirty Mexico. <laughs> we don't want to mix our money. No, but it's funny because I mean, you look at a dollar bill, and you say the dollar bill's worth what? You know what it costs to be a dollar. But in all honesty, if you offer a dollar bill to somebody that doesn't know what a dollar bill is, they'd be like, "What the fuck are you handing me? That's worth nothing." So you have to be confident that your money that you're spending is worth something, or you're told that it's going to be spent worth something in the world that you live in. But what is it really worth? It's worth nothing. You know what I mean? Before you, before you can trade a certain amount of currency for a certain amount of gold, uh, gold or silver. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But now, like, even that, what the fuck is gold and yeah, silver that's, worth? That's, that's the nature of fiat currency. What we have the system in place right now. You know, since. Since the Federal Reserve came into play in 1913, I believe, it um, the value of the dollar has gone down by like 90 percent. Wow. He's slurring. What? You know, there's interesting stuff because I mean, the end of the world is coming, and you know, you have to start realizing what you're worth and what the things you do are worth, and the, the bartering system is yeah. going to come into play. Well, that's why it's smart to actually collect gold bars and. Yeah, well, what the, the, metals. But to be honest, when someone's like, "My child is starving," here goes a gold bar. The guy's like, "Dude, this is all the food we have." In well, this if you thing. have a what big, the fuck, am I gonna do with that gold bar? If you have a big enough gold bar, you get crack him over the head with it. 
There we go. <laughs> Jesus over here knows the answers to everything. I see y'all. I hear No, but all. they have the new currency coming out that people are talking about. It's like, what is it, Bitcoins? Like oh, Bitcoins. It's like, but well, what's that worth? You have to buy that with money. It's yeah. Currency to me is just Well, ridiculous. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's, that's doomed to failure anyway, I think. Just because really anytime you're making, you're creating currency out of nothing with nothing to actually back it, you know... It, it might work for a little while, but where where is the value gonna? Yeah, it. it what's the real like value? Good, it sounds like a good idea, but on paper it doesn't work. And it doesn't work. If you Currency keep... in itself doesn't work. You know what I mean? Bartering system used to work, but now stupid nowadays money, you don't process anything on your own. So what's the point? Stupid of Stupid money. Stupid money. Well, what's with this falling skies thing? What's that about? The end of the world? By the way, uh, guys, I'm willing to take all your cash right now since you all hate cash. <laughs> I do. I hate cash. It's totally worth it. Okay, I'll give you all my cash for all your precious metals. I want to hear about Come on, just give me money. Well, barter. Give falling me money. Skies. Falling skies. Uh, it's about an uh, alien race has descended on Earth, and uh, we basically. Or, or in the shit war right now. Oh, is that still on? That yeah. It's on, like, TNT, I think, yeah, right? Yeah, season two just started. It's pretty cool. Uh, I like it. Wait, Spielberg's on TNT? Yeah. It's a decent... Well, it's yeah, a I, fucking... think he, I think he executive produced it, which yeah. means oh, okay. he really... Which means he sits in a... Yeah. He sits on a, <laughs> at a, at an office chair, sipping fucking Regardless, he puts coffee. his name on it. It has some yeah. level of quality behind it. That, yeah, yeah. Uh, it does. Gonna, it's not gonna uh, yeah, he won't, put it, yeah, he won't put his name what on it. What I'm waiting for it. is the J.J. Abrams show. Yeah, that one looks kind of dope. Dude, like the whole trailer is this guy's at his house uh, with his family about to have dinner, and he gets a phone call, I guess, from his friend. He's like, you need to get out now. Get everything you can and go. It's happening right now. He's like, what are you talking about? Just leave. And everything turns off. Yeah. Lights, phone, computer. Cars. Everything. everything. Anything battery powered. Anything on a... It's fucking done. And then it skips, what, 15? Five years later. And everything's overgrown, like super highways overgrown. Yeah. Did we talk about this already? There's no uh, electricity. No. Yeah, super I highways think, yeah. overgrown. I think I you and I talked about it. Yeah, and it's like... What's the name of this? I forgot the name of it. It's J.J. Abrams produced this, so it's easy to find. But and then everything, the right whole now. world is just like going back to what we used to be was community civilizations, farming, harvesting, survival... And then um, there's conflict, and then they start to, I guess they, they'll start to reveal what that conflict is, but pretty much it's the end of the world and we're fucked. And the scene where it shows all the cities being overgrown with vines and, you know, uh, vegetables and crops and just jungle and forest and stuff reminds me of one of my favorite imaginative scenes in the movie Fight Club. When Tyler Durden is has Edward Norton laid out in the bed, and he comes in, Edward Norton's all jacked up. I forgot what it was, but he's like dizzy, and he's he doesn't know if he's dreaming or if he knows it's real. And Tyler Durden comes in, and he says to him, "In the future, when you're wearing leathers that you'll wear for your whole life, harvesting corn on super highways." And I was like, that scene when he paints that picture, dude. That this show literally got me when it, with that with that fucking. The, the show is called J. I mean, the J.J. Abrams show is called Revolution. Revolution. That's gonna be a sick show. I'm gonna the, watch the one, it. The one thing that really got me and that really kind of like made me understand what it's about is at the end of the the trailer they showed, like I don't know, deep in like some was it like underground or something like that, and like people were all freaking out like, oh they they're coming they're coming, yeah. and they're actually controlling. Like preventing all the electronics from working in this, like, oh shit. So, so it's like I didn't even see that part. Yeah. So, so most likely, what what I think probably it is is like a group of people, like, all right, we're we're anonymous through through, through electronics, we're we're headed down a path of like destruction. So the we luddites. Need to, we need to, yeah, we need to completely cut out, um, you know, all electronics and and technology to to keep us from 
fucking murdering each each other. Go back to a more primitive time where people actually, you know, had to work for for what they did. You know, get rid of all the financial system that's completely fake and. That's fucking know. crazy, but that's like probably like the only way that's gonna save us from destroying yeah, exactly. all of humanity is by saving some of humanity to start over again. Yeah, I mean, it, it helps the population problem because, you know, the only reason people are able to, like, just p- pump out baby after baby after baby is because the system that we have in place is to... It, it allows us to, to, you know, extend the lives of people unnaturally and stuff like that. Yeah. So this, you know, people are really having to, to you know, cut back and actually and work it, for what they... It, it sounds shitty, but it's funny because it used to be survival of the fittest. And now it's survival of the laziest <laughs> you know what i mean there's people that can sit it, back it, and collect welfare i'm not saying that welfare is a bad system but i do say it's abused and it's so funny because a lot of my liberal friends and activist friends they totally hate the welfare system they fucking hate it and they're like i'm getting taxed on this and taxed on that and i have to be a part of the system and support these people that doesn't they don't bring back into the community or into the system they don't feed back into it they don't pay forward yeah, pay no, it, I mean, pay it forward. Definitely, I mean, there's there's some some logic to that where, you know, the the more you're gonna give to people, the more people are gonna expect. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, obviously, I don't want people to just, you know, die in the streets from hunger. Of that, course that's not. That's fucked no, up. Yeah. But you also but you, can't you, force contraceptives on anybody. Yeah. Well, that that too, but but also you tell know, that to people, Puerto Rico in the 1950s. People bro. really need to take responsibility for their own choices. Like if 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 people are given all, you know. <laughs> time after t- you know chance after chance to to you know write their health to to lose weight or whatever it might be yeah. and they're just continuing to scarf down hella food like that's go ahead Chu. you know the problem is you're thinking logically but when you're getting well, that course, paycheck yeah. every month and not having to do anything yeah you know but, but that's, you, that's the problem even is- bigger even bigger in that conflict of supporting the welfare system is all my friends who i thought were like pro-humanity and against the government and when the government announced they they want to start drug testing for welfare programs everybody was like fuck yeah that's a good idea fuck those drug addicts that use my fucking money for fucking blah 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 i I pay taxes in the welfare system and use it for drugs well they released the fact that they tested a lot of people in the welfare system and 90 something percent of them were clean there's a fraction of them that use drugs so the fact it's well, it's it's that's, it's, that's the problem is it's being socially biased based on their like economic status or social status and it's like you can't do that so you really have to figure out where your prejudice lies because we all have a little bit of prejudiceness inside of us i know for damn sure I, I do it and i think it's funny because you know it's it's innate that's humanity that's our part of our human organism is to be prejudiced against something we don't know or are familiar with Oh, when you see somebody or something that yeah. makes you uncomfortable, regardless of why you're or making, race. I mean, you're making a snap judgment. And yeah. Sometimes it's yep. because your instincts are ki- uh, kicking in. For some That's reason. right. Yeah, there's, it's instinctual. It's, it's a part of our humanity. It's a part of our genetic structure. But when you start, you know, when we're supposed to be evolved past that by now. I don't know why we're still stuck in it. But it's like when you when you go poor people on welfare, oh, they're drug, they're, they're not using their money for the right things. They, you know, they're drug addicts and stuff. So I'm really disappointed with a lot of people, especially on Facebook. They're putting themselves on blast, like saying, oh, yeah, drug test those people because they're fucking misusing my tax dollar. That's, it, what is that? What is that? I think the more serious problem, even more than illicit drug trade, is is the prescription drug tr- drug problem. I mean, like, seriously, people are, are addicted to prescription drugs on a much higher higher rate than, like, actually illegal drugs. 
and that's that's not not going to be solved in this drug test the people on welfare these those and a lot of those are the people that addicted to oxycontins and stuff like that. get them from their doctors because the doctors will they make money off it uh jedi knob was talking about this i think it was yesterday he was saying that the drug industry the pharmaceutical companies they make more money with people not on uh, a medical program people that don't have insurance you we pay maybe a few pennies to the dollar for major name brand or even generic name brand prescription drugs but the people that don't have that shit they have to pay dollar for dollar for it yeah so they make they make more money the pharmaceutical companies make by this logic make way more money on drug addicts that illegally attain their drugs outside of uh, uh, an insurance company or like their their health insurance and they make more money off of these people than they do on the people that are in a health insurance because they only make pennies to the dollar from them. But all these addicts that are running around, like in Florida, they can go from one place to another place, get a prescription that same day, and get their Oxycontins. They're making fucking jackloads of money from those people. Yeah, because they're paying full price. Yeah. They're not, they're not so giving a discounted it, price. Any way you cut it, when people say, oh, we got to legalize marijuana, we got to fucking fix this war on... There is no war on drugs. Warring on drugs is warring our, on our own economy. Yeah, because no. shutting down the fucking uh, the penitentiaries and saying no more uh, fucking uh, pot smoking fucking dealers or fucking drug addicts in our prisons means no more prisons, which means no more funding your local government with the money they get privately. It's really difficult to yeah. listen to this and not think of the massive web of lies yeah. that spun around us. And I hate to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but the CIA have been proven to be pushing. They have to, yeah. No, no I mean, that's it, where it's they, that's... now it's become public knowledge rather than just something that that people who you know try to go and read you know you know about. you know like 90 percent of the cia's budget comes from uh from their black um operations basically drug trade and stuff like that and what's the motivation for drug companies to create cures for for diseases? there is no, none. there is no, and, no it's, and they're worse than the cigarette companies get them when they're young and get a reoccurring customer you know what the worst news for stockholders is a cure a yeah, cure. there's, there's exactly. no money in cures. The economy would crash if we even slightly try to budge what's going on with the war on drugs, addiction, marijuana, people in prison. It would fucking crumble, and we'd be on J.J. Abrams' show called Revolution. This, this is a massive... It's a, it's a massive industry, the pharmacy industry, right? The pharmaceutical industry. Oh, biggest. And there's one guy that's doing it right. There's fucking one guy. I think it's a French pharmaceutical company who, against the... Against shareholders... Um, wishes uh he dropped the price of medicine and aids that his company makes by something like 80 percent are you nodding your head because you know i don't know no, yeah yeah no i can't remember the, the name guy in the pharmaceutical i think it's a guy from india if i remember any kind of praise yeah. i think it's a guy from india and i think he did the same for for something else yeah, for for some contraception or something like that yeah i think that's exactly he, it was the second time he'd done it and no he did it for aids he did it for aids first yeah. and now th this new cancer, one is right? for 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 cancer okay, cancer yeah, medication I, I was going to say first but i didn't i was yeah i definitely remember the aids one yeah before and, uh, aids it was like 300 dollars a day but now because of what he did it's like two dollars a day or a dollar a day that's fucking like that's that. amazing yeah like he's the only guy doing it right i don't get it i don't get it why are we charging people to stay alive it's like it's almost like when i work in the restaurant industry so when someone comes in a homeless person dirty as fuck barefoot smells the hell comes in and says can i get a glass of water i can't say no it's against the law for me to say no i can't turn away someone for a glass of water it's like the same thing with the fucking uh, walking to a hospital. If you don't have insurance, 
Yeah, they have to treat you. <laughs> no, it's yeah, in an emergency, they have to treat you. But if they can get you to sit down and fill out paperwork, they can deny you. It's fucking ridiculous. You know what? what I mean? Yeah. If no, you have cancer, you have to go through a long process to stay alive. If you have AIDS, you're most likely not going to be the healthiest person out there, even though you can be because they have to charge you. Or they have to charge yeah, somebody. Yeah. It, Somebody's getting half to pay for someone to stay. It's ridiculous. It's like denying someone a glass of water. No, go ahead and go fucking dehydrate in the street and die. Yeah, no. I Same mean, it's pretty thing. much if 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 it's a life threatening like well, not necessarily life threatening thing, but if 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 it's it needs to be you need to be seen right then and there. Yeah, yeah. It's like reasonable. But but if it's if it's a if it's an ongoing it's a, problem, like let's say you go reason. in, let's say you go in with a fucking splitting headache, and you're like, I can't take this headache anymore, and they're like, Well, go over there and sign this paperwork. You could you could die in your seat of meningitis. Maybe. But I mean... No, that's one of the symptoms. I mean, a major well, massive headache and you can die within 24 well, but, hours. But the chances of it being meningitis are basically nil. No, but it doesn't matter. What the, I'm not talking about chances here. I'm talking about the scenario of you dying but that's, but that's and not turned how, away. That's not how uh, medicine works. That's not how the... This, this, they, well, I they, mean, if you, basically, if you show up at the emergency room, they have to treat you regardless if it's yeah. cold, regardless but if, if, if you broke your arm or your neck. Just, you know, but I'm saying if it, in certain you, countries like Canada... You go in, you can get fucking surgery for anything and walk out paying nothing. Yeah, they, well, this yeah, they they have universal health care, so I mean, they're paying in taxes, in but they're country, not paying any money, not in even this a country, copay. How often do you think people die in the waiting room, or people die because they get oh, turned well, away and yeah. say, "Go home, take this, go home, and come back if you still feel pain." I mean, I've I've seen it personally, like. You yeah, because you yeah at yeah. the hospital thing yeah. yeah and and I mean one of the saddest things is BT's a doctor I don't know if you guys do that heart yeah, surgeon I mean yeah. <laughs> I do this for fun and he's single oh, ladies Jeb. but but oh. but really one of the saddest things is is like someone might like have a heart attack or whatever across the street from the main hospital you know it's like a whole campus but across the street from the main hospital someone like will collapse. They have to sit there and wait for an ambulance to drive across the street, pick them up. And if there's no ambulance there, they have to wait for an ambulance from, from who knows where. But that's because of bureaucratic reasons. Yeah. No, exactly. Okay, now we're, now we're talking, now we're talking semantics. Like, let's get into the real nitty-gritty of things. And let's get back to Modern Warfare 3. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, let's let's just to, just to switch off. I don't know. Like maybe you yeah, know, we can talk on, about like, political conspiracy. To, to, to switch over, did you hear about oh, Tommy Chong? What happened? He died. No, Tommy Chong died. No, he didn't die. <laughs> he didn't die, but but he but he uh, he has a uh, prostate cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and he he's announced that he's gonna try to cure it. He's gonna go the Rick Simpson route. Rick, RickSimpson.com. Cure it completely with hash oil. Really? This is like this dude Rick Simpson. Check it out. Really, RickSimpson.com. Like he's not really like trying to make money off of it. He's just trying to put it out there that that hash oil. The whole thing is, I think, if if you can take like 60 uh 60 grams of hash oil in uh 120 days or something like that but if you can do it much less the quicker you do it the best this works with tommy chong chong oh, is it chong, chong? Yeah, tommy chong is a it, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. he's right. went to jail yeah, yeah exactly yeah, he's been so, fucking framed that, that, he's been the fucking comedic center of the universe for a long time like the thing is you know you know you know he personally he personally he personally thinks that he he got cancer because he went to went to jail. You know, he's been smoking yeah, his he whole was, life. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, he had a, he went to jail for what was it, eight months or something like that. And something in there, something gave him. He totally threw well, off that, his fucking that, biological. Yeah, he couldn't he couldn't smoke weed anymore. There's no obviously. way to prove that, dude. There's no way to prove no, that. But, no, but, but, you know what? You know what proves that? Nothing. The proves fact that, that he just right. said it. 
I'm pretty yeah, sure what I see. Now that it's out there in the true. universe, it's it's true in, on some dimensional platform. No, but but it's not. It's <laughs> not. Spoken. It's not. It's not necessarily that they that they gave him cancer. It, maybe I don't know. There's excelled it. Something that, that. But but it could just be that he, he he stopped smoking weed. Yeah, it triggered it. Something in his body, like he had this beautiful. What's the a symbiotic relationship with marijuana, and he was flowing through life beautifully, and they fucking interrupted it with their fucking cold bologna and cheese, white bread, fucking corn-fed sandwiches, and ah, it's they killed it's him. Been, it's been They're trying it's to been kill Tommy but it's and you know it's actually been proven that that there's cancer-fighting properties in uh in in yeah there's in, in, in a lot cannabis. of shit MDMA so so if you cannabis, think, if you think about what the, I'm again to legalize MDMA if you, too if you, for if medical think, use yeah but if you think about the implications of cannabis uh, killing cancer that's like the the drug company's worst nightmare because yeah, because oh, not, not only not only is it curing not only is it curing it but it it's something that anyone can grow in their house. You know, so if it actually cures cancer, like they can't make any money off it. They can't even make the money off of actually like selling it to you to cure you. Well, think about the price of weed in itself. Oh my it's, god, it just blew my mind, dude. Yeah. It's weed. It grows anywhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In the right it's, conditions. It's yeah. a plant. It's well, a weed. I mean, they don't yeah. call it weed for nothing. It's been around longer than most societies have been around. It's fucking dude. They find it's it buried with, with us. They, yeah, exactly. They find it buried with mummies. We have receptors in our brain that only get activated by fucking smoking or processing weed through your body. There's receptors. I wonder where they found your fucking ever, brain. Actually cultivate it and they, put big dollars into. Didn't they found find ten to one like odds? There's like a, a farm on the moon, dude. Ten to one odds. You hear the new fucking uh, what's it called when something's a smear campaign? Yeah. You seen the new fucking smear campaign that they're trying to say that they oh the zombie guy they're not saying it outright but they definitely always yeah. mention it that way like the zomb the guy in Miami who ate two guys the homeless person's face well the the well, main one though the one that first the only thing they found in his body and that his girlfriend and his best friend for, for who some reason found it necessary to say that he reads both the Quran and the Bible on a regular basis which in my opinion might even make <laughs> them more crazy was only high on marijuana. Well, yeah. I mean, he might have had a major case of munchies. That's all Dude, I'm saying. He might, oh, shit. Okay. Oh, you know, no, yeah. Case closed. They got, they got got he was looking everywhere, man. This whole thing about bath salts, this, and bath salts. Bath salts two years ago. Get the fuck over it. I know thing bath salts is, played out. An African-American guy in Florida is trying to use it. Well, no. Just like my theory on, you know, how Facebook and Instagram all that shit's played out because a Mexican tried to tell me about it at work. That's my racism at its fullest. That could bring us back to being prejudiced. <laughs> Full circle. Always on I was about to be another note. horrible sibling. Dude, beer. what are you doing? Are you like gargling your beer over there and spitting yeah, it back no. in? This and is apparently like, dude, you're, you're, you're forcing Corona down my throat. This I is piss beer. He thinks yeah, it's a no. bong. He's like inhaling it. What, like, what, what's... We're going to say, man. No, but I mean, no one in their right mind thinks that just because he was on weed... Well, yeah, no. I mean, I mean, that's right. what they, if, if, if they went out, if they went out, even mentioned that, mm -hmm. they'll get laughed out of the office. Last time I smoked weed and drank whiskey together, I went out and killed a transsexual prostitute. So I don't really want to for the win. Holy fuck! Did I just say that out loud? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I don't edit any of these. <laughs> what do you mean you're not gonna do bareback blowjob? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. okay. Cricket, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> <laughs> All right, wait, wait, wait. let's get back on topic. No, I mean, Sorry, I threw it off. Yeah, I mean, e even if they, like I said, I was saying earlier, even they attempted to say that weed was the reason. Hmm. No one believed that. It's like not, it's not like even a, some crazy yokel living inside have, a yeah. cave that it's anti like a, it's like the last like lame attempt to like schmear something. Schmear it. Schmear. Is it a Jewish news story? Yeah, schmear. 
Just like you that one from the CDC, head of the CDC. Yeah. All drugs are just as bad, and they're illegal. Oh my God, so stupid. The like the things was, I'm hearing about, like ibogaine and DMT, and the things that you think like Graham Hancock puts it the best. Like he, that's why episode 142, man, gets me every time. I listen to it so many times, and listening to that man speak, and he says the war on drugs is one of the biggest fucking humiliating things that have ever happened to humanity in the United States. It's so backwards in thinking. Stopping someone from expanding their mind and trusting the, the human person to experience life the way they want and trying to expand their mind with things that are just given to us, like marijuana. You know what I mean? It's given to us. Like, it's not going to sound corny, oh, it's from the earth. But it's from the earth. And we've been smoking it for thousands of years. And the fact that we're going, for the past 60, 70 years, we're trying to fucking demoralize it and make it like the enemy and tell people that it's not good for you but in reality there's like you weigh the pros and cons and it's, it's it makes so much more sense truth to truth have a country told, that's high as fuck i don't have a truth be told i don't have a problem with the war on drugs i have a problem with them standing in their stubborn stance and not doing research on the drug there should be bans on crack no, there no. should be banned no, no, no. i love crack <laughs> no no check no check it out though the, the problem with the war on drugs is they're they're not willing to change oh. their stance. It's, it's, the it's, it's, it's not it's not stopping people from getting it. All it's all it's doing is is incarcerating the people that are. You you throw people yeah. in prison. It's, yeah, instead of you're, letting, you're creating criminals. Exactly, you're you're putting them through a process that's going to make them into a worse person than they were to begin with. It's like it, you you think you throwing them in there with murderers and rapists. Costs you're, a you're, lot too. You're basically putting a beautiful creature, an animal. For trying to experience life the way they want and trying to expand their reality, and you're punishing them by putting them in a fucking cage. What? How's that going to benefit check, anybody? Check this out. Check except this the economy. Out. Check this out. In Portugal, ten ten years ago, last September, it was the ten year anniversary. They decriminalized drugs. They had a a crazy like drug uh, epidemic in in Portugal. They had nothing left to do to then actually decriminalize it. Ten years. Last September, they just announced the drug use since the, since that time has been cut in half. You mean ten years after last September? Been yeah, yeah, years. ten years after the drug use was cut in half. Yeah, Be, because instead of incarcerating them, they offer them treatment right off the bat. You're if if you get busted for for like buying, because I think it's still illegal to to actually buy it but if you get caught possession get get caught smoking or whatever like that they they let you off they they give you the option they say look we'll we'll provide you treatment if they say no okay whatever they you just let them back on the street and they get the double bonus of keeping those people out of jail and not having to pay for them to be in fucking jail. yeah yeah so, well, so, I mean, so how, suddenly, how do you eliminate all the crimes in the united states overnight you decriminalize yeah, drug you, laws. Yeah, exactly. But you just said that it, crack should be outlawed. It should be outlawed. You think it's it should be legal? I'm, but I'm just saying on well, different things. Well, crack. Well, well, no, 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 no. That's not my argument. Here's my problem. No, no, my argument was this. My argument was this. There should be a war on drugs. But you make you need to have guidelines of what you need to enforce. Like there are guidelines. The problem, you got to generalize it more. You got to generalize it more. You got to decriminalize every fucking That's drug it. out there. The problem is that we have laws. Like Graham Hancock says, I'm fucking quoting from this guy. You got to cite have, episode 142 is not ours. It's Joe Rogan's. It's Joe Rogan's. Yeah, we're on episode 14. Let's get that straight. <laughs> <laughs> so Joe Rogan's episode 142, guest Graham Hancock, he quoted saying, there are plenty of fucking laws out there that stop people from hurting other people. Yes. We don't need more yes, laws. Exactly. We don't need laws against this drug or that drug. The problem is... 
when someone can't control themselves and they can't deal with the drug they're taking, that becomes a personal problem. And there are laws to stop that person from hurting someone else. If they hurt themselves, we have a perfectly good program, rehab. And, and there's a lot of great rehab programs out there that are fucking ergonomic and go with the human body and it's fucking fantastic. The only issue that is, instead of going straight to that point from someone that abused drugs and did something bad, we send them straight to fucking jail. Yep. So you have to decriminalize everything across the fucking board and so, leave humanity at its fucking at at its own whim. I think I think I think I can I can kind of interpret it in a way where like both of us are right. They're both sides to it. Cause decriminalizing. Yeah, because I think, well, Portugal, for example, decriminalize it. When they say they decriminalize it, and a lot of the cities across the, the, the U.S. as well have decriminalized marijuana. What that means is possession is, is fine. Like, you, you're not going to get busted for possession. You're not going to get busted for using. It's still illegal to sell it. So I think that, on a certain level, that kind of solves the problem. Because really the ones you, that you want to throw in jail are the ones that are actually selling it. If someone's just going to buy it, like that's just an addiction. That's that's a medical problem that they have, more so than really anything. That's right, yeah. A really, fam really famous quote. Any, yeah. any drug good enough to take worth it. shouldn't yep. be sold, should be given away. Well, and, <laughs> you will, and, 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 and in Great Britain, England, I, for I think about 1992 or something like that, they, they, they had a rising heroin epidemic. Heroin's awesome. Yeah, well, but they, so what they decided the best way to fight that was to kind of do the same thing. They criminal, decriminalized it, made it perfectly legal for... Great Britain? Yeah. Okay. Made it perfectly legal to use... And not only that, they actually set up uh, heroin uh, centers where people could actually go and get free heroin and free needles to just to use. Yeah, just like to opium use. Like opium dens, but... Completely. Yeah. No, Dude, straight up. heroin, this is the fucking... <laughs> it's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it sounds amazing. But what happened? What's the, but, what's but, the outcome? But, but what happened was it started being um, less taboo. And because of that, it, people weren't having to, to like hide their addictions. And so they were actually getting the support and the help they needed from their from their loved ones, and and people actually started uh, started um, you know kicking the habit. I don't, I don't remember. Wow. Yeah, yeah. But but but, 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 the, but, the, but kick it. the jacked up thing of what what actually came of that system because it, it was pretty. I think it only went on for like a year or something. Like not everybody. that long. Did they trick everybody? The, uh, the U.S. completely basically told them like you need to cut that out. Fucking bullshit, what? dude. See what I mean, dude? Well, no, joke. Price, no joke. Look, the, well, then look the price of heroin. Like, fuck. Yeah, you know. Man, you love this. If they're giving away for free, then the price of heroin I do. drops. I, do. I love the country, but I don't you know. know the CIA can't make the money. Well, we're doing the same thing to Mexico, right? Yeah, yeah. We're like, right you can't decriminalize that. Yeah. What are you doing? The, and people are dying. Like, the, you know. There's a fucking the number biggest of, war in the world right now compared to Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More people have died since like 2007. Like, I think it's like 10 times the number of people have died since 2007 than have died in Afghanistan. What the fuck, dude? This is so in the same, you know, the the, the head of the we DEA, just have to learn how to accept the, the head of the DEA, they, they've just live with it. What can you do, man? Like we should, oh, we're the free country, we're the best, you know. I'm patriotic because of this, dude. We're fucking prisoners, bro. And it's, I'm starting to wake up and realize that I'm a fucking prisoner in my own bed. I wake up in the morning, go through the fucking r r fucking rat race, and go on my little hamster wheel, come back and think that I'm a free man, but I'm not. And I wake I'm up in not, the morning dude. And oh, this is before myself, the the drones are gonna start circling the cities. Yeah, what? 
Yeah, shut drones. up. Oh, drones. Dude, yeah. You're freaking what? me out. Bro. Yeah. They're no, they're dude. building they'll be, they're building a drone. Uh, shut up. I about, dude, this guy. I, brought, I talked about this two weeks ago. I wasn't paying attention. Drone. Well, now that they're getting a. They're checking the legality of it, but federal government obviously can't fly it over. They're more concerned is the local police using drones. I'm telling you, dude. Because regardless, we, we the federal government's to gonna start, have. We have to start preparing. I'm not trying to sound like a fucking you know a warmonger or someone that's getting getting ready for the end, but we need to mentally and emotionally and physically prepare ourselves. It's gonna get fucking real serious, bro. These Occupy guys, I swear to God, they're gonna stop being fags. And they're gonna start getting more violent, and they're gonna start getting more physical. And people, they're gonna they protest at the gay pride See, parade, which is fucking weird to me. That's contradictory in itself. But they did it, and they're gonna start getting really well, aggressive, and I, then they're I, gonna I, start I, I, shooting I, down fucking drones, like fuck a drone, shooting down drones with bottle rockets on the Fourth of July, and we're I, fucked, dude. There's gonna be a war, and we're not gonna be ready for it, dude. That'd be no, no, the, the only the only that. the only way uh, the Occupy whatever. I, I support them. I mean, they're they're kind of misguided. And but but really they're kind of irrelevant at this point. But really, what needs to happen? It doesn't matter what they do. If they start getting violent, then it's just gonna make it worse for everyone else. What really needs to happen is everyone else, everyone that's not part of the Occupy movement, needs to step in and say, you know what? We we support them. We want change. We want real change, not this not this bullshit like hope and change that never came. But speaking, some real change. Speaking about film and, survi- uh, and survival, I woke up. The, I was sleeping over at uh, Nob Joblin's house the other day, and I woke up at 6.30 in the morning. I was like, fuck, I'm just turning on TV. I went to uh, this channel, and it popped up this fucking movie, just started called Taking we, Shelter. Should we say... Uh, Jesus is the, leaving the building. To the Jesus. Jesus, Jesus is leaving the building. I need to back up to heaven and uh, take a piss, so <laughs> good night, fellas. Dude, right on for coming through, man. I don't coming. So expect rain tonight. Expect rain tonight. God's gonna piss on my head all night. And thunderclaps. You know, oh, while we had Jesus on in the studio, we should have uh, really invited our buddy over. Who? The devil. Oh, man. The devil. We should have. What a lost opportunity. You know what? This, you know yeah, what? this is a, a perfect, fight. This is, glass this is a perfect, uh, perfect time to actually invite him for a full episode. Oh, by the way, uh, my appearance here today was brought to you by Cahoon's Buffoons. Coming in eleventh place since two thousand eleven. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jesus, take it easy, bro. What were we talking about? Okay, woke up and watched a movie at Nob Joblin's house, and this movie was fucking epic. Never heard of it, but I was totally like into it because it, it had to, it starred uh, that guy from. Um, it was the crooked FBI cop, the super religious dude from Boardwalk Empire. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. All right. So he is a construction worker in a small town, like some place where they're used to having tornadoes and shit. And he starts having these dreams, bro. And these dreams are apocalyptic. And he knows, he just clicks in his head, God's trying to tell me the world's going to end. And then he starts not going to work, telling his work that he's staying home for his daughter who needs doctor visits and stuff like that. So he takes sick leave. But during his sick leave, he starts gathering a team and excavating dirt from his land. And in this dirt hole, he's starting to put in like re like reinforced structures, and he starts. Everyone notices he's building like a survival unit place, and um, pretty much his wife's like, "What are you doing?" Everyone in the town thinks he's fucking crazy, and they finally confront him about it. And he flips out. 
Everybody fucking thinks I'm crazy. Everyone fucking thinks that nothing's going to happen. But the end of the world is coming. And this, that, and the other thing. I'm not crazy. There's a big storm coming. And he says, none of you are prepared. And that one line, dude, it just fucking moved me. Yeah, dude, that's powerful. It's fucking powerful. I mean, because really, like, out of all three of us, are Mm -hmm. any of us prepared? I mentally, yes. Physically, almost there. I'm talking about actually having supplies, having, you know, if if shit goes down and you know we end up losing all technology, whatever it might be, we you gotta have build up like food storage. I'm gonna refrain from comment. I mean that's it's 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 kind of sad to me. I think about this every couple of weeks. How like how easy uh, it is, you are. how easy it would be to every time I go to the store buy a couple of extra cans of uh, of chili or soup or whatever it might be, you know maybe get a little Bunsen burner, or you know start MREs, start start filling up like bottles of water. Tablets. Yeah, but start filling up bottles of water. Maybe get a couple of big Alhambra type we'll jugs. Have a nice little talk later. Yeah. Yeah. My brother uh, kind of used to practice survival stuff, and I'm pretty sure we can get him on the, on the, on the, you know, on the wire and be like, "What do we do?" Maybe, maybe we can have him come on and he tell come everyone. On the show. He'll probably come over here and destroy a mic or something. I think I think <laughs> we should risk it. No, I'm pretty sure you don't want to. But no, dude. And the outcome of that movie, the outcome of that fucking movie, was so amazing. And the whole character he played was, it was perfect, bro. It was fucking perfect. What was the name of the movie? It was called Take Shelter. Take Shelter. And it was just ridiculous. I don't know. Something Speaking of another about. movie you should watch, in case I haven't recommended this enough, The Grey. Mm. Oh, was that, that good? Movie. Fucking good, dude. I heard a lot of people say stupid shit yeah. about it. Not like it, but it was awesome, dude. There was only one bad thing. You like Liam Neeson at, yeah, oh, at yeah. all? Neeson well, at yeah. All. I mean, I already knew off topics. I think I have it actually on, on one of my... Uh, Old regulars at work, Good man. like hooked it up. Only one bad thing about that movie it up was the wolves looked a little weird. Like when oh, the first, the CGI, first few attack man. scenes. No, no, no. no. The, the the ones where they were chomping on people close up, those were dolls. Oh, they were dolls. Yeah, they were dolls. Wow. CG. They were they were CG wolves, but the first yeah. few attack scenes. Yeah. Uh, but that was a that was a really good movie. You know, movie I, I want to see. Hopefully, we can we can check it out. What? Which one? The What's his name? The Wes, Wes Anderson. What's it called? Something universe. Something. Damn. What's the name of that movie? I heard great things about it. I'm gonna look it up. Real quick. Across the universe, the Beatles musical. <laughs> Is that what you're talking I, about? I, I, I hella butchered the Sunshine though. Nighttime, dude. It's hella. Uh, there we go. What is it? I don't know. <laughs> so, what do you think about the uh, youth streaming? It's oh, it's, 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 it's with uh, uh, Bruce Willis, Bill Murray, um, what's his name from uh, Rushmore Two, M- Moonrise Kingdom, Rushmore Two. No, I got Sequel? a million dollar idea. What? We you stream. You know how everybody shows off how good they are at Modern Warfare Three and shit, or yeah. they entertain people. I will entertain you with my fucking uh, uh, masterical internet browsing skills, and so will Jeb, and so will you. Which is like come with the most awesome shit you can look up in a steady stream. We talk about it. You stream during the podcast. You stream during the yeah, podcast. Yeah, if you can't fucking browse for yourself online, you know what's cool to fucking look at. We'll just fucking browse through that shit for you. <laughs> and we'll just narrate well, the entire thing. Well, we experience. have a little scroll bar of suggestions. Yeah. People are like, dude, scroll that. Look at that. Yeah. Check that. Google this. Yeah. I'll be like, no, motherfucker, ask Jeeves. 
<laughs> uh, I don't know about you, but my ears are feeling a little dry. But that's what I'm talking about. Come in my ears. I like this voice coming up. I think I'm telling you, bro, you had a techno beat and a woman's voice. It's a gold medal winner. Always. He's out here, Shalom. Assalamu alaikum. Machine gun sounds. Technically. No, that was the sound of my fireballs for the end of Mario. You remember that? Maybe it was Fire Mario? The fire flower? I know. Believe me, I know. Oh, I know. Shout out Hellacruz.com. Check it out. H E L L A C R U Z.com. Wait, did he meow? No, no, no. It's my, it's my little bro's personal website for displaying his art and shit. It's really good. Still, I wouldn't, I wouldn't promote it unless it was the, the shizzle. Still not uh, pushing that Diddy meow though, or he still works on that shit. Yeah. Begin to show.